In this video, I'm going to talk you through how you organize and market a seminar. Now, seminars can be a real money spinner. You only have to deliver the information once, the attendees pay up front, and you can get feedback from them so that your seminars get better and better. But you want to do your homework first. You want to make sure, first of all, that there's a demand for your seminar because, obviously, if there's no demand for it, there's not a lot of point in doing it. You want to make sure that the information that you're going to impart is accurate and up-to-date. And in a similar vein, you want to make sure that any speakers that you're going to have know what they're talking about. And that includes you if you're going to be the one who's uh, giving out the most information. Okay, let's talk about how you go about organizing your seminar. Now, the first thing, of course, after you've decided that there is a need for your seminar or there is a demand for your seminar, is to choose your venue and the dates that it's going to be available. And there are lots of different types of venue that you can have for a seminar. You can have a hotel function room. You can use a lecture hall or a classroom in a college or university. You can use a conference center or a meeting room at your office building. You know, and the size of the venue is going to be determined by how many attendees you're expecting. Now, whichever venue you choose, you need to ensure that it has adequate parking or access to public transport nearby so that people can get there easily. You need to have adequate toilets or washroom facilities. You need to have restaurants or coffee shops or refreshments nearby. And also, you want to have places for out-of-town attendees to stay. So, once you've decided all that, you need to reserve your venue. Now, some venues will want a deposit, others won't. And then you need to book your speakers. Obviously, if you're going to be speaking at the seminar and you're the only person, then this step can be skipped. But otherwise, you want to make sure that you do have some experts to come and talk at your seminar. Now, some experts will want to be paid. Others will speak for free in return for what's known as back-of-the-room sales. And this is where they have a product, usually an info product, um, a video series or an audio series that they can sell for a high price uh, in return for speaking at your seminar. Then you want to pre-sell your seminar. So you want to make sure that before you actually part with a lot of money, you do know that you're onto a winner. And attendees should pay upfront with their reservation. And you want to make sure that you have a clear cancellation policy and a clear refund policy as well. But one thing that's very important is you want to reserve your right to cancel if not enough people book. But once that's done, you want to get any handouts or materials that you're going to use at the seminar designed and printed. You want to put together your presentation and you need to book any equipment that might be necessary. So you might need uh, a whiteboard or you might need um, a projector or something like that. So you want to make sure that you've got all that at hand and that once all that's ready, all that's lined up, uh, you're ready to roll and to start uh, letting people know about your seminar which brings me neatly to the next point which is advertising your seminar 
how do you go about doing that? Well, there are several ways that you can do that, uh, online and offline. Let's talk about online first. Solo ads are a very good way of getting people to attend your seminar because they are very, very specific. Another good way is an ad in a niche forum. Uh, there are forum sites all over the internet on just about every topic. So you can take a paid ad, a, a banner ad or something like that uh, in a niche forum. And you can also have an ad in your forum SIG. And you can also have Facebook ads. And Facebook ads are great because you can really drill down so that only specific people who have an interest in attending your seminar actually see the ad. So it is a very cost-effective way of doing it. Now let's talk about offline. Now there are several ways that you can advertise your seminar offline. Probably the simplest and most cost-effective way is to do a JV with a club or organization in that niche you can offer members of the club a discount over non-members. And the fact that it's an endorsement with the club or organization will help to get more people on board because it will be seen as a benefit of their membership. You can also send out mail shots. You know, old-fashioned mail shots do still work. They're more expensive than online advertising, but they do have a certain cachet that you've taken the time to actually write to someone to tell them about your seminar, and you can simply send a letter and uh, ask them to respond or to go to the uh, website to book. And another way is an ad in a niche magazine. Just like with a solo ad, it's going to be seen by the sort of people who would be interested in attending your seminar. Regardless of the way that you advertise, you should direct all prospects to a website where they can pay by credit card or by PayPal. And you want to make it easy for attendees to book more than one ticket at a time. So if you're sending it to someone and they want their business partner or their spouse to attend as well, they can book more than one ticket. And then you want to have it so that after the payment's gone through, they can print out the receipt. Or if it's a really high price seminar, you might want to send them tickets in the mail. And once you have enough bookings to make your seminar viable, then confirm the venue reservation and you can confirm the speakers as well because you reach a certain point where you know that all your costs are going to be covered. You want to make sure that everybody knows the date, the time and the venue of the seminar. That's very important because they're going to have to physically get there. So you want to provide a map and sat-nav details and other travel information, things like nearby train stations, bus routes, taxi company details and that sort of thing. And this is particularly important if you're holding your seminar in a city like London or New York, where the majority of people are going to attend are going to come by public transport. Now, if you have lots of people coming to your seminar from out of town, try and negotiate with a hotel so that they can get a discount. And if you're holding your seminar in a hotel function room, they may offer this as part of the package anyway, so it's worth asking. Now, if you're holding a large seminar, you may need to hire extra staff to assist you. 
And these will be extra staff to marshal people in and out. And this is particularly uh, necessary for safety. You know, if there's a fire or something, you'd want to make sure that everybody could get out quickly. You'd want to have people there to answer inquiries. And a sad sign of the times we live in, perhaps, but you would need people to provide security as well. Now, the venue may be able to provide these people as part of the hire package. And this is particularly true if you're holding it in a hotel function room or if you're holding it at a conference center or somewhere like that. This is people who they would already have on the staff anyway. Ticket sales aren't the only way to make money from your seminar. There are extra ways that you can increase your income from the seminar as well. You can record the seminar on video. I'm reliably informed that seminar videos don't do very well as a standalone product, but attendees will buy them as a memory aid. You can also sell them as an upsell to another niche product. So you could have, say, um, a home study course on whatever the subject is that you're going to be discussing at the seminar, and you can upsell the videos of the seminar to people who uh, are taking the study course. This is especially useful if you're going to be the one who's doing the home study course, but there are other experts who've been speaking at the seminar. And you can also have a transcript typed up and you can use it as the basis for an ebook or for a printed book as well. And finally, you want to get feedback. You'll want to know what attendees liked about the seminar, what they didn't like, and how it could be improved. And so what you want to do is hand out a feedback sheet at the end of the seminar and get people to fill it out before they leave. And you can use this information when you plan your next seminar to make it even better. So there you go. That's how you can organize and market a seminar.